and welcome back to Soccer Brothers Podcast. This is episode number 19. I'm your host, Saul Qatar, and as always, I'm joined by my brother, Nihal. How you doing, Nihal? I'm doing very, very well. There's a lot that happened in the last week in the soccer world and in the sports world in general, so it's been a busy week for us. Um, but how are you doing? How are you holding up back in Toledo? Uh, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather right now, so I apologize if I cough or sniffle or something <laughs> during this podcast. Um, but yeah, I want to get right into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so uh, this happened a while ago, but the U.S. men's national team lost in a friendly, in a kind of a tune-up game to the Confederations Cup qualifier versus Mexico, 1-4. to four. Neymar scored a brace coming off the bench. There was one bright spot that we did look bad. Danny Williams scored a late goal in additional time. Great long shot. That was a fantastic shot. Uh, I mean, he's, he, that's a trademark Danny Williams shot. He scores a lot of those for Reading, so. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, overall, what did you think of the U.S.'s performance? I mean, it was terrible. We still don't know what a starting lineup is. Uh, I mean, who our strike partnership will be, what our formation will be. I mean, our defense was Michael Orozco uh, and Ventura Alvarado at center back, Jeff Cameron at right back, and Tim Ream at left back. I mean, is that seriously our, our starting defense? I mean, these two center backs haven't played together before, and this was the last game before the CONCACAF Cup. Jeff Cameron is playing right back still. Is Tim Ream the answer at left back? Yes, he played well versus Peru, but is he really the answer? Uh, I don't know. I mean, then Alejandro Bedoya at defensive mid was a terrible decision, and he came off after 36 minutes, and which allowed Danny, Danny Williams to come on. Uh, you know, we didn't see Greg Garza. We didn't see Omar Gonzalez. Uh, Matt Beasler had to leave to go back to Sporting KC. Um... I mean, we played the four-two-three-one. I think it was nice to see Jermaine Jones and Michael Bradley together again, but, I mean, when you play those three midfielders there and play Bradley at the 10, there's just so much space. You need a, a Kyle Beckerman-type player so Jermaine Jones and Michael Bradley can roam free. I mean, essentially, we had three or two attacking midfielders and Jermaine Jones, who is a box-to-box midfielder. We didn't really have a holding midfielder, and Brazil just exploited the space. Willian was fantastic. Hulk... You know, Hulk got it going in the ninth minute, and then the second half was just absolutely awful. So many, so many opportunities. Um, Douglas Costa, oh my God, he absolutely tore us up. Yeah, he did, he did. I mean, he tore us up. I mean, any, all of the wingers who were playing tore us up. So, uh, I mean, Michael Orozco and Ventura Alvarado better not be the starting pair. You know, I, I still think Matt Beasler and Omar Gonzalez, or Matt Beasler, and John Brooks, uh, th- those, any one of those three center backs, or even Jeff Cameron, Matt Beasler and Jeff Cameron, or John Brooks and Jeff Cameron, I, I think those need to be our center backs. Hopefully Fabian Johnson is back, um, is healthy. Hopefully DeMarcus Beasley's healthy. Uh, if those two are, they should be our starting fullbacks. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, if DeAndre Edlin starts playing right back at Sunderland, maybe he'll play there. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about the CONCACAF Cup as we, as we go closer. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of these players, all of these players, uh, pretty much were on the 35-man roster. You want to break that down for, for them? Do I just say all the players? Well, uh, no, just ask. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> one, one more thing. Tim Howard didn't play at all in these two matches. Which, yeah. why? Why? I mean, I mean... I understand. Not playing at all, not even a half, to test Brad Guzan? Don't you think the competition is good? I mean, I think Guzan should be the starter. He, he should have been the starter going into these two friendlies for sure. But, I mean, I, I don't know. 
it was it was kind of you know we didn't see Alfredo Morales in either of these in either of these matches, and I was excited to see him. He had a full month or a few weeks of Bundesliga experience under his belt. He had an assist. He'd been playing well, so I I I don't know Jurgen. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we mentioned how uh, vulnerable we were on the flanks to Brazil. Is it possible? I know we haven't seen Fabian Johnson play fullback for a while, but is it possible that we see him at fullback? I, I think against Mexico. We did see him play there, didn't we, in the Gold Cup? Um, um, yeah. Wow, that was so long ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, I think I think he he he, he should be a fullback. Um, I think that's his his where we need help with this team. Uh, we have wingers. Um, I mean, especially next year, we should have wingers and Finley and Nagby and Letjet. Um, but I, I think he should play fullback. Our fullbacks are so weak right now. They're so weak. I mean, you're talking about Orozco, who played a little bit of fullback. Jeff Cameron played some fullback. Tim Ream. I mean, those are central defenders. So if, if Johnston is healthy and if... Uh, if um, but Beasley is healthy, then those should be our starting fullbacks. And interesting, I'm looking at the roster now. Um, uh, DeAndre Edlin's listed as a fullback again. I, I mean, I don't know if that means much because Fabi Johnson's also listed as a midfielder. So I don't know. Yeah. So are we guaranteed to see uh, two strikers up top? No. How? I mean, how are we? We just saw four-two-three-one. I yeah, mean, I, I, that, well, that's the whole. This is the whole problem, right? With with the with the whole Klinsman reign, we don't know. We Sahel, think about. We've just had a major tournament. We just had a tournament, and we don't know what our best starting lineup is. I mean, that's that's scary to me. There needs to be continuity. You in these years, you know. I mean, maybe not yet. The World Cup is far off, but at least going into qualifiers, you need at least twelve or thirteen players that can that know um, they have a good shot at being in the starting lineup. Not what I mean. How many? How many players? All thirty-five of these players. Would you actually be surprised if they started? Um, maybe, maybe, to... maybe Alan Gordon. Yeah. Accepting the goal, the goalkeepers and Alan Gordon. Would you be surprised if they started? Uh, I no, mean, I don't think so. So, I mean, that just tells you... All Maybe win, because he hasn't, I mean, he hasn't won the shirt that much. Yeah, but, I mean, he's playing very, very well right now. I think he should start, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish the friendly, we play Costa Rica three days later. It would have been nice if that was beforehand. Also, actually, I don't know if it would have been nice, because then the team would have been tired. Uh, but, you know, maybe maybe Lee wins on the roster for the friendly afterwards. Or, um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get there. Maybe he'll call in some other players. I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, there's not many surprising names on here. I, I mean, looking at it, Joe Corona's there. Um, is there another forward that you would have preferred to Alan Gordon? Or? Uh, I mean, we don't have many, do we? No. Nah. Um, I mean, Wood's there, Wando's there. I, I, I mean, there's, there's, I don't know. It's scary that, right, to me, our fourth best forward is Jordan Morris. Um, I mean, maybe Rubio Rubin, yeah, who's, awesome. who's actually playing professional soccer. Uh, I mean, he, but he'll pro- he'll be with the U twenty threes because I mean that's that's important to note during this time. Uh, the Olympic the Olympic qualifiers are during this 
this CONCACAF Cup. Actually, the I think the final for the Olympic qualifiers is on the same day. So. Yeah, uh, like my brother said, we'll get more into that later. Uh, another interesting piece of U.S. Men's National Team news. We received uh, a report a couple days ago that we weren't going to host the Copa America Centenario 2016, but now they're saying it's up in the air. Uh, what do you think about this whole issue? And- I, I mean, it started off as they were going to move it to Mexico last week. They, that, that report came out. Then there were reports that Mexico supported the U.S. and wanted it to be in the U.S. Um, and then now there's reports that, you know, that it's going to be not be in the U.S. because a lot of the officials are at risk of being arrested. So, I mean, it's, it's still up in the air. I hope it happens. Um, but... Uh, it's it really is up in the air. I, I really don't know what's going to happen with it. All right, we had a lot of club action, so why don't we go over some of the MLS matches that happened over this weekend? Uh, New uh, York, New York Red Bulls beat Chicago three two. Yeah, um, it was it was a very very interesting match. Chicago took the lead very very early, uh, within twenty six minutes, um, which <laughs> surprised everyone obviously, and then. New York got their crap together, and Bradley Wright Phillips was able to score. Then Grella, uh, two on foreign players, and Clenchton uh, secured the win with a with a penalty in the 71st minute. So an exciting match. Uh, New York um, always expected to win. Um, so you know, I mean, a decent, not a decent performance. Chicago's defending has been woeful, absolutely woeful. They have some nice atta- attacking talent and a calm and Harry Ship. Um, but but their their defense is just so 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 bad so bad. Uh, we talked about it with Peter McPartland. Remember that when we were talking about Drogba's hat trick. I mean, he yeah. said he said anyone who's watched Chicago's defense play will know. I mean, they're they're just terrible. Right. <coughs> so San Jose got a one-one draw at home versus Seattle. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Fatai Alashi, the U.S. under-23 international, scored in the 70th minute, and then Martins again scored to tie it up in the 82nd minute and secure the draw. Um, so I would say, uh, I mean, it was a good, it was a decent result for both sides. Both of them are, are fighting for sixth place in the East, or West, excuse me. Um, so it was an important match, um, and, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see, because Seattle, you have to think with all their talent, Will, will make will make the playoffs, but you know San Jose is making a push, um, and it's going to be very very interesting next couple of months. Yeah, uh, in the next game, a game that probably hurt uh, Sporting Kansas City more than Orlando as Orlando beat them three one. Orlando, a lot of us can agree that they're probably not going to make the playoffs, but Sporting Kansas City, it's important for them to stay in the playoffs right now in the Western Conference. So. Uh, yeah, it was a fantastic result for Orlando City. Adrian Winter with a brace. Brian Rochez, their young Honduran DP, scored a goal. Uh, Breck Shea got an assist, which is which is very very good. He's back. Um, speaking, where? Why isn't he on? Is, why isn't he on the roster? Is he on the roster? Um, but I mean, it was it's good to see him back. And um, no, he's not. It was good to see him back and uh, contributing to the team. Um, and, uh, you know, the bit, the story here was Dom Dwyer got sent off in the 87th minute, and his red card got rescinded, actually. Uh, he got sent off for violent conduct. It was obviously iffy because it got rescinded. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an ugly match. Uh, good result for Orlando. Um, but, I mean, SKC is still in it. They're... they're <laughs> 
they're still right there. Uh, they're in fifth place. They should be. Um, they should be. They should be in the playoffs. Uh, they will be in the playoffs. They have a big match with uh, FC Dallas coming up though, on Friday. Yeah, uh, Toronto lost one to three at home to New England Revolution. Yeah, Robbie Finley scored. How about that? Uh, Diego Fagundes scored Lee win with the assist. Fagundes has been on fire recently. Uh, a nice three one victory for them. All right, we also had some MLS matches today. We had three. One is going on right now uh, between San Jose and Sporting Kansas City. But let's talk about the ones that happened. Uh, New England beat New York Red Bulls two to one. San Jose is playing Montreal. Just so. Oh, you. sorry, Montreal. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the Red Bulls were first place before this game, but after New England won, they took over and are first place in the Eastern Conference. So. Yep, uh, they're one point ahead of New York. Uh, New York still has two games in hand, and like I said, Diego Fagundes scored again. Uh, we win, and Juan Aguadillo get the assist. Uh, Fagundes scores in the second minute. Mike Relich then scores in the sixth minute for New York, and then Kellen Rowe uh, secures the victory in the 65th minute. So it was a good match. Um, yeah, and a good, big, big win for New England. They're finally back into form. And, and, and you have to say, if, if they start to heat up, they're the favorites out of the out of the East. You know, everyone picked them before the season. They were in the Cup last season. They know what it takes. They have the talent. Probably the deepest team in the league. Um, so, uh, yeah. NYCFC beat Toronto 2-0 at home. NYCFC is still ninth in the East. Um. Yeah, the, the big story out of uh, this match was the fact that Frank Lampard scored his first goal. Um, he scored in the 20th minute. Patrick Mullins added another goal in the 77th minute. Um, I mean, Toronto, uh, I mean, you know, Jovinko can only do so much. So, uh, you know, Hercules Gomez, um, I mean, I haven't heard much. He, he hasn't done a whole lot. Um, but, you know, Josie, Mike Bradley, and... Uh, Javinko, they really need to start working together. You know, it, it, jo- Toronto played better when Josie and Michael Bradley weren't there. Uh, when Jovinko was able to occupy the space and be the focal point of their attack. Uh, so it's, it's an interesting dynamic there. Yeah, we also had a lot of uh, good games happen in Europe besides the Champions League this past weekend. So why don't we get into that? Uh, Atletico Madrid... Lost, or sorry, yeah, lost at home 1-2 to Barca. Messi came off the bench late in the game and scored. Uh, yeah, you know, it's obviously a big match always when Atletico and Barca play. It's uh, two of the three candidates for the title. Although, I mean, Atletico, eh, I mean, they can win, but, you know, it's really a two-horse mm-hmm. race, um, usually. Um, so it was, you know, a good victory for Barcelona, probably one they needed. Um, and... Uh, you know, Messi, Messi is magical. That's all you can really say. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think this is a bit bad from La Liga, though, to put this game before Barcelona's first Champions League game. I mean, yeah, it's like a, I mean, it's not, it's not MLS, dude. They can't just change things around. <laughs> yeah, it's true, but uh, I think they, you know ahead of time no, it's, when it's, it's, it's the compu- first Champions League week is going to be. It's, it's, uh, it's... I mean, you don't know the teams you're going to play, but, well, like, you know... It's, it's computer-generated. It's not like they sit down and do the schedule. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. Because I, I find that, like... Okay. All right. In most leagues, it's true. Um, all right. A surprising result in the Premier League. Nah, nah, nah. It's not surprising. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess not really, considering Chelsea's poor start. But Everton beat Chelsea in Goodison Park 3-1. to one. The John Stones derby... Uh, at Goodison Park, 
wonderful victory. Stephen Naismith, the Scottish Messi, with the perfect hat-trick, left foot, right foot header coming on for the injured Mo Besic. Uh, and you have to say Everton deserved to win. I don't know if you heard about the Martinez-Mourinho stuff that went on after the match. Um, uh, did you hear about that? No. Uh, well, Martinez had his press conference first, and Mourinho was, you know, wanted to leave. And, um, you know, after Martin, Roberto Martinez's press conference, Mourinho, Mourinho came up to him, comes up to Martinez and is like, um, Mourinho said, you know, you should let me go first. I'm your way manager. Um, and then Martinez says, I don't control that, Jose. And then Mourinho walks away and swears at Roberto Martinez. And then Martinez turns to the reporter he's talking to, um, another reporter, like, outside the press conference and said, uh, he was much happier when they won here last year. Um, so it was, it was, oh, yeah, yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, Mourinho is kind of losing the plot, isn't he? Um, definitely. Chelsea's not playing well. Um, but it's really, it has to be credit to Everton. Uh, it was a great performance by them. Tactically, Martinez set them up perfectly. John Stones was, uh, wonderful. In the match, um, they really couldn't get anything going. Chelsea in the attack and Matic, you know, Costa didn't do anything up front. Uh, Fabregas couldn't find the passing lanes, and Ivanovic was woeful again. And uh, you know, once again, you know, Fabregas, man, he's not playing well. He's not playing well. He and Matic do not play well together. So uh, something needs to change. I don't think Jose will be fired, for, um, but. Uh, he's got to change something, and you got to think. You know, they they didn't do enough in the off season. Their squad isn't deep enough. Um, so, yeah. All right, there was uh, Derby in the San Siro in Serie A this past weekend. Inter Milan beat AC Milan one zero thanks to a goal from Freddie Marine. Well, you're our uh, Serie A expert, but Inter is currently in first place. Um, I mean, it's yes. all, it's three. What we're three games in, so it doesn't really mean uh, anything. Yeah, Milan's in twelfth place. But Steven Jovetic has been excellent. I mean, yeah. I know it's been three games, but I mean, scored three goals in the first two games. Right. Places yeah. don't really mean much, but, uh, I mean, to Inter to get nine points out of three games is huge for them. And, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully for the sake of Italian football, they can finish in the top three uh, this year. But I still think Roma are going to win. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk a little bit about Roma later. Uh, Manchester United beat Liverpool 3-1 to in this big rivalry game. Oh, man, it was a crazy game. The first match was utter, or the first half, excuse me, was utter crap. It was like the worst soccer I've watched in a very, very long time, especially at that high of a level. Uh, second half, uh, uh, Van Hall takes uh, Depay off, or excuse me, Memphis off for uh, Young. Um, and um, the game totally changes. It opens up. Young is able to find the space to pick out the pass, and he, I mean, he looks very, very good. Um, and, you know, there were some great, great goals in this match. Daly Blind scored. Um, uh, Hector Herrera, I believe, scored the second goal. Um, I, I can't, I think he scored the second goal, but the, the, everyone's talking about the last two goals, Liverpool's Christian Penteke overhead scissor kick thing, um, which was absolutely fantastic. Came out of nothing, um, to make it two to one. And then a minute later, Anthony Martial, Oh my god, what a fantastic run. What a fantastic run. He just, he looked like a young Thierry Henry. I know everyone is saying that, but I mean, he looked worth the money there. It was an absolutely fantastical, magical goal. Messi, Messi-esque, Henri-esque. I mean, man, if he can continue, if he can do that, if, 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 if that's what he's going to bring, he's worth, he's worth the money. 
But yeah. uh, Liverpool continue to falter. Uh, United, um, I don't know. It's an interesting Prem season. Um, you know, I, I, weirdly, the biggest match of this weekend might be Everton-Swansea. Uh, so, I mean... They're, they're, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely... Uh, not been the way I predicted this season to go. <laughs> remember when we both had Leicester being relegated? <laughs> oh my god. No, no, but I remember telling you, I made a good case for them staying 18th, okay? <laughs> yeah, but not them staying up. Okay, yeah, I know, but we had an argument about that, okay? <laughs> Alright, so the first week of the Champions League group stage uh, started on Tuesday, so we had games on Tuesday and Wednesday. We're going to talk about the Tuesday games first, starting off with Real Madrid, Shakhtar, uh, Ronaldo scoring a hat trick. He scored eight goals in his last two games. He scored five over the weekend. Incredible stuff from Ronaldo. I mean, he's been on fire this season. He's been he's been probably the best player um, in his. Uh, I mean, in the last few weeks, uh, a big story out of this of, about a, uh, out of this match is Sergio Sergio Ramos dislocated his shoulder. So yeah. that's a big loss for them. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully he can get healthy soon. But a good win for. For uh, for Real Madrid and a good start to their Champions League season. Perhaps the biggest Champions League game was Manchester City versus Juventus in the Etihad. They ended up losing. Manchester City scored uh, through a Chiellini own goal, but Juve managed to come back with Pogba yeah, I mean, and Mandzukic. Yeah, you you have to say that was a that was a foul actually. Yeah, Man City's goal shouldn't have even st- standed. Um, and it was uh, Mandzukic and Morata, by the way. Um, yeah. Marata's goal was fantastic. Um, so, a good win for Juve. Um, and, uh, man, the Premier League is just not doing well in Europe once again. I'm not, I'm not sure what exactly the number was, but I feel like it was like 30 million euros. Do you think Real Madrid's going to exercise that Marata buyback clause at the end of the season? Uh, wow. It's a, it's a tough one. You know, I mean, Juventus have, have loaded up on strikers. They have uh, Dybala... Uh, they have Mandzukic there. They have Zaza there. Um, I don't know why they got rid of Coman. Um, but, um, I mean, Ju- Juve, it seems, can afford to lose. I mean, you can't really afford to lose a player of Morata's caliber. Um, but if any team can afford to lose a player like that, it is Juventus. Um, and I think they might. I think they might because they don't have a backup striker. Um, and, I mean, really, if, if, if they, really uh, Benzema might be gone after this year. So... Um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think they will. I think that's something that will probably happen. Yeah. Juventus probably getting some momentum here. They've been terrible in Serie A. One point in three games. Um, yeah, I mean, they've been absolutely, absolutely awful. Their only point it was a draw against Kievo. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully they can, they can start to win. Well, not hopefully, because I want Roma to win the league. Um, Actually, I think it'd be awesome if they sucked the whole year. But for their sake, hopefully they can, you know, start to play well again. They can get some of their players going. Yeah. Um, it just seems like the losses of some of their key, key players, uh, like Tevez and Pirlo and Vidal, have been very, too hard to overcome. Um, but uh, they'll get there. They'll get there. Um, okay. So our next game is PSV beating Manchester United at home 2-1. Yeah, um, Depay's, sorry, Memphis. I, I need to, I need to start doing that. Doesn't uh, really matter that much. I mean, you, you know, Me- Memphis listens to this podcast. So okay. We can't, you know, he wants to be called Memphis. Yeah. Well, clearly he didn't care about the PSV fans when he celebrated. 
Uh, okay, you know what? He plays for United. They paid... Uh, <laughs> they paid money for him. I don't care. I don't care. Just that everyone makes a big deal when that happens. <laughs> what uh, do you think? I mean... I mean, like, that's where he was, like, that's where he became a player. Like, PSV allowed him to flourish and, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was a good goal, you know. He's, also, he's also Dutch, so. I mean. it's, yeah. It's always a difficult situation when a player uh, goes back to his old club and scores. You know, we see it happen all the time with Van Persie um, and some of these other guys. So, but, you know, you play for the club, um he plays for United, so he should celebrate when he scores. They lost anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, hopefully the big thing was Luke Shaw uh, broke his leg in two spots. It was a terrible, terrible injury, and hopefully he can come back from it. Um, no card on that foul either. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, Dynamo Zagreb beat Arsenal 2-1 at home, so... Ten-man Arsenal, I should say. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Drood got sent off. Uh, Arsenal just sucks in the Champions League. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Well, we just went through three Premier League teams that all lost to... I mean, yeah, I can, you could argue inferior sides since Juventus has been terrible and Manchester City has been the best team in the Premier League. So, what does this say about the Premier League? <laughs> um, uh, the Capital One... Uh, I mean, sorry. I mean, they just can't get it done in Europe. Maybe it's too exhausting, the league. I don't know. Uh, maybe they're just not as good. It's it's hard to know what it means. Um, but it's definitely worrisome for these individual teams that they're not able to get results against, as you said, inferior sides. I, I mean, Man City, you, at home, you would expect City to at least take a point. So. Yeah, we'll be looking on for those Premier League teams in two weeks. Uh, our last Champions League game that we're going to cover is Roma versus Barcelona, who drew 1-1 at the Olympico. Uh, yeah, Luis Suarez opened the scoring. Might have been offside. Um, yeah. And, and then uh, Alessandro Florenzi um, just scores an absolutely stunning goal. Carly, Carly Lloyd-esque. Um, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was beautiful. Probably, probably the goal of the season. Yeah, yeah. He, he does everything for us and... Roma, man. Roma might be the dark horse team in Europe this year, going for the treble. Some people are saying it. Some people are saying it. Um, oh, yeah, some people. What, some people? You're the people you follow on Twitter? Yeah, a little bit. Um, no, I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, uh, so we chose, to, we chose to park the bus in this game. I mean, I mean, rightfully so, but, like, the important thing is that your defense does matter, too, so you can't just win games through possession. I mean, they were organized. They were very, very well organized. Yeah. Garcia got it right. All right. Well, that's uh, it for the Champions League. We don't have any really club games to cover. So. Yeah, I mean, short episode today. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can get back into our routine. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll start having more and more episodes more consistently. It's just a little bit difficult, um, you know, being at school for me, finding time and the place really to record. <laughs> Um, but, you know, we'll try. Like, right now, you know, you can probably tell I just got quieter because people on my floor are sleeping. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll, it's a big campus. I'm sure I can find a place to to uh, to record effectively. Um, but, yeah, I apologize for my change in voice, first of all, and Sahil's coughing throughout the episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Anything else you want to say? Uh... 
Yeah, I mean, we just hope we can get back into the routine. Uh, I mean, it's not a matter of us not wanting to record. It's just so much technic, tech, so many technical issues. It's it's hard to get in contact with my brother. Hard to t- find times so we can both communicate. So um, I'm sure things will get better as we both start to discover, you know, what our schedules are going to be like. So yeah, you know, uh, right now I'd say once a week is a good bet. So yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we have a Twitter for this podcast. It's at Soccer Bros Pod. My brother's Twitter is at Big Time Brownie. Mine's at ASR underscore Sahel. You can email us at soccerbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and rate on iTunes. You can comment on SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. See you guys later. Mm-hmm.